Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Bravo. We're Black. And this Welcome. is the Wednesday episode, the pop culture episode, the whatever the hell we want to talk about episode. Did y'all enjoy the Sierra episode as much as we did? I really enjoyed that. Yeah, because I had such Aaron a good time that. with her. It was like she's a girl's girl. She's like down to earth. She was down to discuss whatever. She was down to stay however long. Like she was just so nice. And I know that you guys are watching the new season of Summer House and it's some things going down and y'all are on Kyle's ass. Okay. But this is not the Bravo episode. But if you missed that, please, because we have been trying to get Sierra on for forever. So it just felt so amazing when we finally got her on. And we also want to say thank you for the amazing reviews. Please, guys, if you have a chance, give us five stars. You would really, really help us. Um, it counts everyone that you listen to. Give them five stars. It just helps us as podcasters, you know, be seen uh, by, you know, people like I guess sponsors, you know, people who want to work with us. If that is, you know, something that they want to do, the more five-star ratings we have, the more that we can do, the more that we can try to do this for a living, which we want to do eventually. So help us out for free, you know, five stars. And this is the Wednesday episode. So today we should be doing the happy hour. Erin, do you want to tell them about it? Yes, y'all. So the happy hour will be tomorrow. Today. Um, well, today. Today, because I forgot. Y'all are listening to this today. Um, it will be today at 7 p.m., y'all. Don't be late. And this happy hour is a little bit special because it's something we've never done before. It is going to be open to the public. Anybody can come through and chat with us. Um, usually, we have these happy hours for our Patreon premiere members. But this time around, we decided we wanted to let you in for, um, like, you know, for the experience. And on top of that is Black History Month. So why not? Like, come through, chat with us, tell us your secrets, tell us what's going on. If you just want to come in and just look at us and then get off, you can do that, too. Whatever y'all want to do, it's fine. I'm so excited to see some of you guys today. Hopefully you guys mm-hmm. show up. If you don't, it's okay. You know, like, fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's how we feel because we understand that it's also like Wednesday. Everybody has a life. Everybody has something going on. Even if this shit was on Friday, we would feel the same way because, you know, that's just how we are. We're understanding people. Right. And regardless of that, we love you all. Exactly. We love you so much. And we thank you Um, so, Mm -hmm. do we want to start off with the Black Excellence of the Week Award, or do we want to start off with, like, what did you do this weekend? Because I forgot it was President's Day weekend until yesterday, and then people were like, it's President's Day, I'm like, oh, it's Monday, and I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? I did not know it was President's Day, like, it was just weird. Some places were closed, some people were off work. Listen... It was a lot going on. I actually have plans to go to Top Golf and then go to Longhorn Steakhouse, but my plans Ooh. did not work out um, because it was a two and a half hour wait at Top Golf, and I was not waiting a motherfucking two and a half hours to play some fucking mini golf. It just was not gonna happen. It wasn't in my cards. I did not have. There's no. There's not enough beer in this world to make me. Well, not enough past blue ribbon. Well, maybe four in a nap, and I could have, like, maybe endured it. But, no, I didn't have all that. Then once I got to Longhorn, they were like, it's going to be a, a one-and-a-half-hour wait. At Longhorn? At Longhorn Steakhouse. Are you and I was sure? So, you were and at, when like, I say Houston. everybody brought their grandma, literally, the amount of grandmas that I seen in that establishment was alarming and maybe it was grandma day instead of like president's day maybe we rebranded it maybe but i did not know and i was really pissed off and i thought i had a trick for their ass because i was just gonna order it for pickup and then eat that shit at my house and then they cut it off they cut off pickup they cut off pickup so guess what they are not playing to this shitty ass restaurant 
that I didn't really care for. And um, it just was, it was a horrible time. I'm so sorry. That is insane. Mm-hmm. How how was yours though? I see somebody got some new ink. Oh, tat 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 it up. She tat it up. Tat 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 it up. Oh, Are you yeah. on the black ink crew now, Kaya? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you guys probably don't know, but those who do follow me, y'all know that I have mind over matter tatted on my arm, my wrist, and then I have a stay strong that I got a long time ago, but that one. It's kind of like peeled off and fading now because when I first got it, I was just so excited to get a tattoo because I wanted one for such a long time that I didn't know you weren't supposed to peel it. I'm like, oh, it's coming off. I want to let me peel it. So it's like faded. But now um, my homegirl, shout out to Steph, she's doing an apprenticeship at a tattoo shop because she is an artist. Like she's an amazing artist. Um, so she told me, yo, my tattoo shop that I'm apprenticing at is doing BOGO and it was BOGO everything. Like it was BOGO tattoos, it was BOGO piercings and which I did not know cause I would have got it had I known it was BOGO tooth gems. So I don't know if you know when people get those permanent, like yeah, sparkly gems, that is just like the epitome of like golds and like gems, tooth gems and grills. That's like Florida Southern culture right there. Mm-hmm. Me, I want one. I want a tooth gem and it was buy one, get one free. So I could have got the two vampire two. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so mad. And I think that they were only like $50. And the, like they were legit because the owner, he had some and he had his in his mouth since 2018. So that's five Damn. years now. Yeah, so I didn't even find that out until the end. I'm so mad, but I do want to, maybe as a celebration or something, or when I get some extra money or something, I want two tooth gems, okay? okay. Her loss. But I got a BOGO tattoo. Me and my other friend, we had some tattoos that we wanted to get for a while now, and I'm like, girl, it's BOGO. So I got this, like, it's like a it's like two necklaces with a cross at the bottom. Like the cross is the piece, the end of the necklace. And what it means is it's like at my thumb. So it's like between the beginning of my thumb and the end of my thumb. And it like ends at my wrist. I won't lie. Like he was a bit heavy handed. I was holding my breath. I was like, uh, uh-uh, hold on. Cause I know it's, a, it's been a while since I got tatted, but it never like hurt that bad. Mind you, I'm in and out of the hospital all the time, so I'm used to needles. So for me to say that he was heavy-handed, he had to be heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, I persevered. And what it means is basically, like, since it's placed like that, it means that I have, you know, God at my fingertips, and I'm hanging on to faith. And that's pretty much what I I've been doing. I love that meeting. Yeah, I love it too, like, because that's pretty much what I've been doing these past Mm. few years. It's just been so hard. And, like, the placement is very intricate. The cross on me, uh, like, it means a lot. It means my faith means a lot. And that's just what I've been doing. I just got God at my fingertips, and I'm hanging on to faith, and I am just going and going and going. Because life can get you down, but one thing about it, God is good all the time. Mm. So that's pretty much what I did. And then I also went and saw Ant-Man Quantumania. Oh, and how was that? You know, I am not into sci-fi movies like that. Like, I really don't like sci-fi movies, but um, I actually really liked it. And my man was in it, y'all. He was so... When I tell you that this man has such... A commanding presence, him as king, it makes you want to like shut the fuck up and like be a woman. And like, I love that Ebony has been like doing his magazine for like I feel like they're gonna do it in March too. Like mm-hmm. I see that every day, and I'm just so thrilled and happy. Like I love seeing that man. Oh, he is such a man. He's so big. His hands are so big. His voice is so deep. You can tell that he's like a real like theater actor and it's like coming from a place of appreciation of the art Mm -hmm. and 
he just loves what he does. He's really into the character. He delivers the lines perfectly, but he can take direction. He's with these, like, OGs, like Paul uh, Rudd, like um, Michael Douglas, like all these other people who he can learn from. He just, oh, he's so fine. He's just so big. It's a man. It's just it's like a man, Lord. <laughs> it's just I'm not used to... <laughs> Let me not go too far. Um, he is um, he's, he's amazing. And also, you know, Paul Rudd was funny. Cassie was a little bit annoying. But, you know, it was expected. I did like, um, not Evangeline Lilly, but the mom. I forgot the mom's name. But basically, her name on there is Janet. And I'm not going to spoil the movie. But she knew that Kang existed and she didn't say shit. So she ain't shit. She going to hell. Mm-hmm. And um, there are two after credit scenes. Not going to tell y'all what it's about, but honestly, those after credit scenes you don't really have to stay in the movie for them. You can just Google them after. Usually, it's a, a huge, huge reveal. It, it ain't no huge reveal, but overall, like I don't know what critics are saying. Critics like to hate on things. That's why I always just see for myself. Uh, I'll give it about a B minus, C plus. You know, oh, okay. like. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, especially for Ant Man because it's like it's just Ant Man. <laughs> it's not anything not, right. You're not doing like Spider Man. We're not doing <laughs> Cap. You know, like Iron Man. We're not doing Black Panther. Black Panther was an A plus. I rewatched that again, like for like the third time, and that shit is just so good. Black Panther Wakanda forever. But yeah, it's just Ant Man. You know, it was something to see. I think the next thing uh, Marvel is the last. What's the one with the three? With the whole with um, Dave Batista and the Guardians uh, of the Galaxy three. Yeah, that's that's the next thing that comes out. So I will be seeing that obviously. But yeah, that was my weekend. I got tatted up, and then I went to go and see Ant Man. So I had a good a good President's Day. Weekend. It sounds like you had a good weekend. Like for real, for real, for real. I love that for you. Some somebody had to do it because <laughs> yours did not sound good. It, it was not. I cannot believe Longhorn was stacked and packed like that. Yeah, but this weekend it's gonna be a lot better because it's my sister's birthday. Happy birthday to happy, my sister! Well, I uh, was coming up, but you know, happy birthday to her. If she listens to this episode, we'll see. Because some of our episodes are a little bit too grown, mm-hmm. and she needs to stay in a child's place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But nevertheless, happy birthday! Mm-hmm. Well, so, that is perfect. Black excellence. Other than your sister, who <laughs> is taking the Black Excellence Award? Yeah, my sister is the first. Second is Ariana Dubois, because. <laughs> She gave us a fuck of a show. Not even a hell of a show, but a fuck of a show on the British Academy of Film and Television Arts. Um, awards. Awards. It was the great. BAFTAs. The BAFTA. The BAFTA Awards. Um, and Angela Bassett did the thing. Like, that's <laughs> the most important part. That's the most important part. It was trending. Um... The thing is, a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, she deleted her Twitter after this. I, I, I really don't understand. understand how she thought this was going to turn out. You wait, what? I because here's the, the thing: side, I definitely I'm on the side it. of like, what's the problem? Like, it's a an awards show. I thought it was. I thought it was very, thing. very cute. But the thing is. Um, yeah, and not only that, but she's just like, it was just, oh, sorry, y'all. I Sometimes you have to press pause and you have to get a dog together. Um, but yes, so I enjoyed her. I don't know how she thought this was going to turn out because it was one of those performances where I'm like, I get it. You know, I understand it, but not everybody will be so understanding. And I could tell her that right then and there. What was like? Because I didn't see it live. I just saw some of the discourse. It was about very, it. and like, I thought it was like kooky, fun, like 
Okay, like you know, I thought I'm they would live for it, honey. Like based on the people that they showed in the audience, I definitely thought they would live for it, but they did not. Because you know, when it comes to those award shows and, and the 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 people, they love Kooky. So I thought, uh, but it's yeah, like, like they this were is literally disgusted. theater. This is drama. This is when the cameras were on their about. face, they were disgusted. The only person who was feeling it was like Viola Davis, because you know she's gonna. She's a girl's girl. Like she's gonna support it, and and she said her yeah. name too. She's like, okay, like yeah. I would love to have seen Angela Bassett's face. Hey y'all, we hope you're enjoying the episode, but we have a few messages. Hey Aaron, remember when you told us that your New Year's resolution was to cook at home more? Yeah. Well, it seems as if you manifested that because now we use HelloFresh and we don't even have to worry about going to the store or remembering every ingredient because it shows up outside of our door. But get this, it's called HelloFresh because all of the ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days. It's ironic because last year we didn't even know what farm to table meant. It's crazy because I spent so much on delivery and takeout. It was ridiculous. Then HelloFresh came into my life. Not only did HelloFresh give me multiple options, but it also allowed me to fulfill my New Year's resolution and eat healthier. It doesn't get any better than that. Plus, the prep time is fast, and coming from someone who works a full-time job and is constantly on the go, this is a lifesaver. We really want you to give this a chance. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BWB65 and use code BWB65 for 65% off plus free shipping. You heard me right, guys. You got to go to HelloFresh.com slash BWB65 and use code BWB65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. She did the thing. Um, you know, she's gonna I be like, know. it was it was a good performance. You know, I I love I love theater. That's gonna if be your God <laughs> be for you, then who against you? But she had a point. Like Angela Bassett did the thing, and she did, and that she did. So I didn't like I said, Ariana DeBois, I don't have any problem with you. Hopefully come back to Twitter. Yeah, um, but these people need to leave you alone. And I've seen like so many people change their names on Twitter to Angela Bassett did the thing. I wanted to do it also, but I'm just like. That uh, is bullying at this point. <laughs> but it's true. It's like, I mean, it's a hot take. <laughs> it was so innocent. I thought that. It's just such an innocent gesture that she just put a little wrap in it and like she was ready to go. Like I did not, it spilled over into my day. Like I am seeing. I it liked it. And like I was I just said, like, what I, is going on? I was okay with it. with it. You know, I mean, it's, I get it's not for everybody, but she made some points and, and hopefully we can appreciate those points. Shout out to, what's her name again? Ariana. <laughs> Ariana Dubois. Shout out to Ariana Dubois. We get it. Okay? We get it. If no one else does, we do. Thank you. We are kooky, quirky, and girls, girls. Um, So my Black Excellence is going to go to Tati Gabrielle from Netflix, basically, because she has been on so many Netflix shows, I can't keep count of it. But the first time I saw her was on Sabrina, the teenage witch and mm. she had those finger waves and she was the inspiration for my first mental breakdown when mm. I cut off all my hair and I dyed it pink. Now I but know who hers, you're talking about. Yes. yes. She is so gorgeous. I think she's half Korean American and half black but um, she was the subject of part of season three of You and which is going to bring us into what we're going to talk about. And, you know, we saw her on like the first slash second episode of season four of You, but she 
um, didn't have, she doesn't have as big of a part, at least on these first episodes. You know, spoilers, if you have not watched season four of you yet, you might want to fast forward a little bit because not only are we going to talk about it, but it's also going to get dragged. Um, shout out to her for doing her damn thing because she is so good in every role that she plays. She seems like a seasoned actress or actor, um, but she actually just really started acting like that. And, um, you know, on Sabrina, she was amazing. She's a style icon. On you, she delivered some lines of like, if there's ever like a little voice in the back of your head that tells you that you deserve more, listen to it. That is your soulmate. And like, that was a line that, I don't know, some people say lines that affect me deeply. That was a line that affected me very deeply because Mm -hmm. Joe Goldberg was obviously a psycho. Love Quinn was killed by Joe Goldberg and she was also a psycho. But it was just her just being like a woman and being like, listen, this man does not love you. And she was so good at delivering that line and playing that character. Um, So speaking of you, everyone knows, ask Aaron, ask Kendrick, ask anyone this was my show. I was so excited for this shit to come back. Like, so excited. And like, I've been waiting to talk about it because I wanted to digest it. I want more of you guys to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's time to talk about it. And I, when I say that that is the worst shit that I've seen this year, it's the worst shit that I've seen this year. And I was I not so, expecting that. I'm so mad and upset because it's such a good show. Basically, you know, the premise of you is basically that Joe falls in love with these women who he ends up killing because he wants to play Captain Save-A-Ho and sometimes he met his ma- he meets his match like he met his match with Love Quinn. They switched it up and I don't mind that they switched it up. Um, it takes him to Europe, more specifically Paris and then, you know, now London if you've seen the show. Uh, it took him to Europe and he doesn't really fall in love in love with a girl like he usually does someone frames him for murders that um happened multiple murders and he's trying to figure out who the hell is committing these murders because they're also blackmailing him so then it's like he i guess he he does fall in love with this lady named kate or at least he falls in like with this lady named kate and um you know he's trying to protect her because the quote-unquote murderer is coming for her and her friends next and lucas gage is on it lucas gage from euphoria lucas gage from white lotus who's always doing something freaky he actually gets a golden shower and um i think it's like what the second or third episode he's always doing something freaky so shout out to him for living in his true self (laughs) please yeah, he I'm sorry. I'm just like <laughs> that's a little bit too much for me, y'all. I don't know what's going on. He and this is on Netflix. Shower. It's on Netflix, baby. He gets a golden shower, and he has a girlfriend. So that's the ironic part. But you know, uh, that was probably and and for me to say that that was the best part of the first part of the season <laughs> because it's two, it's two parts of the season. It tells you how bad the season has been going, and Penn Badgley the you know, the, the main character, the guy who plays Joe Groberg, came out and said that he asked um, the director to not have any sex scenes because he wants to be faithful in his marriage to his wife. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying to reflect and see, mm, is this the reason that the show is so bad? But it's really not. It's, it, I, I don't know what happened. Like, it lost its magic. It lost its it's interested, lost everything that made me like the show. Like, even his inner monologue isn't as clever. His inner monologue isn't as, like, uh, funny because he could have this dark sense of humor sometimes. It's just very boring. Like, the people that he meets are boring. His love interest for this season, super boring. Um, Tati Gabriel, who plays Marianne, which he went to, Europe 4, she leaves the second episode, so it makes it boring. 
It's just unrelatable. I mean, it was never been relatable. It's just a terrible show now. I don't know why they did that. I don't know what's going to happen in the second Damn. part of it. But I'm hoping that they can, like, wow me in the second part of it. Because in March, there's going to be, I don't know, maybe like four or five more episodes that came out. But there was five episodes that came out, which it was should have told me there was going to be some bullshit when I did it like that. But now it's just like, what the hell is going on? Obviously, you have some parts where you're interested, like, oh, who's the murderer? Or is he really the murderer and he's hallucinating? Or is love not really dead? Or is it Marianne that is setting him up? But it's just really disappointing. I'm really sad about it because it's one of my favorite shows. I watched it since it was on Lifetime, like when it debuted on Lifetime, season one, episode one. 2018 I believe it was right. um, so for it to come from for it to survive from being on Lifetime to come to Netflix and blow up and everyone's fucking watching it to now become this it is tragic and I need them to get their shit together because it's not because of the lack of sex scenes it's not even because he doesn't really have a real love interest it's just everything about it is terrible fuck that shit Throw it away, delete it, re-edit it, rewrite it, Damn. do it again. So, um, let me know what you guys think of, um... <laughs> well, I don't know what they're going to think after this. <laughs> it's terrible, and it's like, are we scared to say it? I, like, are we, is, is no one going to say it? Am I the only one who's going to be honest and keep it fucking straight up with you guys? Like, yeah, if Netflix wants to cut a check and tell me to you know, change my mind. I'll, I'll watch it again, but right now I'm not getting paid. Also, so. if Lucas Cage wants to come on the show, because I want to know, is that Gatorade or is that piss? There's a few oh, things cool. I want to know. Aaron, Lucas Cage is the superhero. Lucas Gage is the... the I thought that was... Oh. Oh, I'm saying his name wrong. But yeah, is that is that Gatorade or is that piss? Come on the show. He did a whole us. interview. He did a whole interview about it, babe. Oh, and he said I don't it? Know he said, I don't know what he said, but he did talk about it. And he was, he's, okay. he's been proud to talk about it, too. You know he's a freak, babe. Ooh, child. A lot going on. I feel like Mary Cosby. It's a lot going on. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. No. That is my favorite clip now, y'all. That's why I brought it up. Because like, it is. It's definitely Very definitely relatable. Is. Very um, relatable. Okay. Woo. You want to go on to a show that has not been disappointing? Are we talking about... Okay, we must be talking about me and Beth. Okay, so BMF. Black Mafia Family. Black Mafia Family. They have been doing the fucking thing every episode. And it's kind of pissing me off because I'm like, how is a show this good? And every time it ends, I'm just left. Like, I need the next episode. And I need it, like, right now. And the thing is, they're going back and forth with the power cast. Um, and everybody on who, what's going to be the best show this year, what's, who's going to have the best season this year. And I do, I haven't seen a new season of Power yet because it hasn't started, but I do believe that it is going to be BMF. I do I believe I am going it. to go to the opposite side and I want to say that it's going to be Power because I think that Power could come through with motherfucking Mary J. Blige. Okay. I do believe that, but it's like it's every episode gonna be as good as BMF. Because BMF, like when I say every episode has had me like in the TV. I don't know. The first episode was like, okay, Lamar is alive. That's it. But the rest of them, back to back, it has been really good. I can't even front. It's just me getting like I don't know if I'll ever get used to Lala playing a twenty six year old bank teller. And Ter- Terry is stop. supposed to be Terry is supposed to be a seventeen year old high schooler. 
And I'm like, what is going on? They need to stop, okay? Terry is not no damn high schooler. That is a grown-ass man. Um, And speaking of grown-ass men, I definitely want to drag the fuck out of Charles because he's been pissing me off. And not Charles from Diary of a Mad Black Woman because he's another story, but Charles the daddy. Because he is cheating on Lucille. This is the second time. Second time. And he don't even last long. And she put her titties on his on his back. And that's all it took. She just put her titties on his back and he's like, oh. And he just turns around. Do you see how easy straight men are? It was ridiculous. Stand up. Stand up. Lucille has been standing up the whole marriage, so why can't you? Like, one thing about Lucille, she went to the church house. She tried to get her answers. She tried to prepare her marriage. She took out the credit card in her daughter's name. Now, was that right? Maybe not, but she did what she had to do. She tried to buy the new clothes. She looked in the guitar case and found the porn magazines. She ran away. She went back. She was sneaking around. She has all these kids playing in her face, and it's like all her, like, her sons are just such a disappointment. You can see in her eyes. So, at this point, she's not even focusing on them. She's like, child, let me just get my marriage together. <laughs> these kids are going to run me crazy. And I just feel so bad for Lucille. I need her to find out. I want, I wish I could come knock on the door and be like, hey, this is what's happening right now. You want to break the fourth wall? Charles is cheating on you. What are you going to do? I'm going to give you two options. You can sleep with Snoop Dogg at the church, or you can go ahead and sleep with Lamar. Which one? I mean... She can't sleep with Lamar because Lamar keeps pulling that damn shit bag out. (laughs) I'm so fucking tired of him burping that fucking bag. It's like... It's so disgusting. Ridiculous. That literally makes my skin crawl. Like, stop. Every time. And now he has a dog. And now he has a dog. I don't know what they're doing with Lamar, but it's like, I'm okay with... I'm I'm just like, okay with it at this point because he's not gonna die. I just... I've become immune to it. Whatever. You know, he can do what he wants to do. What I wanted to talk about, too, is Cash Doll in this situation. I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to transpire between her and Lamar. I don't know if she's going to give him another chance. Um, They haven't been showing the daughter at all. Because they have a daughter. And he doesn't even know that she also has a child with Meech now. Like, Lamar doesn't know that. She has a child with Meech? Yes. Remember, like, when Meech was there and she uh-huh. had a daughter and the baby was there? What? Are you serious? Because they snuck that. They literally threw that in there because nowhere have I ever thought. It's like an episode, like, the episode before they find out that Lamar is alive. Me or even I think it might even be the first episode. Go back and watch it. But there's a baby. Oh, I'm gonna rewatch baby. Like there's I'm gonna rewatch. Baby. Yes. There is a baby. Why is Cash And remember, remember, remember Cash Doll's daughter with Lamar asked um asked Meech like you know, I don't know, something and then she calls him Uncle Meech. Oh, so so Cash has the much. daughter calling him Uncle Meech, and then he has like the little baby. I think it's a boy. Oh, when Lamar calls, finds that out, he's going to kill everybody. Hopefully, Lucille yeah. is not in that house. I hope they don't do what Power did and kill the little sister because that's going to break my heart, and I just don't have time for it. That'd be some good TV, though. Yeah, but I don't want them to kill the sister. Kill Charles. <laughs> that's what I want. Kill Charles. Kill Charles, enough. Kill Lala. I also want to talk (laughs) about how she always gets killed. She is such a hypocrite. Like, you left your man to come chill with Terry. And keep in mind, he is 17 years old. Right. A child. 
you had a place to stay and he made sure you and your kids were good when this man kicked you Brought out. Brought them pizza and a Sega Genesis. And all. And ate her out and did all of that. And right, then, and he told his baby mama that he don't he don't give head because it's against his religion, but he all up in la la. Oh, that's nasty. You see these <laughs> Ooh, mm. the nasty. Ooh, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. But... <laughs> You know what I want to say. They're nasty. They're nasty. They're real nasty. They're nasty, okay? They're nasty. Uh It's ridiculous. Like, I need to be, I want to be on the show so bad. So, so bad. So I can put everybody in their place because it's ridiculous. Okay, I want to know, hypothetically, like, what, what role, like, where would they put you on the show? Let me play Monique's son. Oh my god, that's actually a good idea. Let me play Monique's son so I can come in the room and be like, hello my loves. This is not going to happen today. I can assure you that. Either Monique's son or Lucille's um, long lost son. I actually prefer that because me and my mama would have some conversations like for real. Some real talk. How did she lose you? Like, she just gave birth to a baby. She gave birth to me and she gave me up at the church. Ooh, you saucy little minx. She gave me up. That is a Mm storyline. Hey, y'all. We hope you're enjoying the episode, but we have a few messages. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like my best self when I can actually take care of myself. Things like cleaning my house, meal prepping, and a good old skincare routine. When you're at your best, you can conquer the world. But just as easily, life can bring you down to where you don't even want to leave your bed. And you're unable to take care of yourself. Working with a therapist can help put you first. So you can be the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on life's challenges. Therapy can help you cope. It can help you find your way out of what seems to be impossible situations. It can also help you learn to take things day by day instead of feeling like you have to tackle the future. BetterHelp is a great option because it's convenient, flexible, and affordable. And the best part is you can do it from anywhere. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And guess what? You can switch to find the best therapist for you at no additional cost. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BWB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash BWB. You saucy little <laughs> That's what I want to see, but it's a lot going on. And then we have... Detective Brian and Detective Veronica. I do not care about them, but I will say that I'm not. This episode kind of made me mm-hmm. care about them when they were like watching them and then they were flirting. And I'm like, hold mm-hmm. on. It's just a little bit too much for me, but I was like, y'all being grown, but okay. Yeah. I but I do y'all. not want to see a sex scene between these two. Yeah. They flirt no. all they want to, but anything that happens needs to happen off camera. I don't like Charles. I'm still not over him from literally Medea, the Medea uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I still want him to get pushed in those tubs. Like, I'm not over it. Um, I don't want to see him do anything. I don't like his character. Um, I hate him. And um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and who's who's the traitor? Okay, B. Mickey. Okay, that's the one I that I really want to talk about. That's the last one because he got on my motherfucking nerves. Like, decide what side you want to pick a side, pick a side. It's Mm -hmm. annoying. It's like, on one hand, he's rubbing chest with the detectives and, you know, they're trying to get information out of him. I did like the fact that he chose loyalty and he let Meech know, like, hey, I got, yeah, twice. But me don't give a fuck about that. I don't know. Who do we think kidnapped B. Mickey at the end? What a great Because I knew that was because, coming. Because 
I don't think that it's Meech people, but I also don't think it's the officers people. I think it, it might be Larry's people. Hmm. It might be Larry people because he know that he's still tight with Meech. Maybe. Who do you think? Oh, that's a good question. I, I'd say the same thing. Or maybe this has something to do. I kind of want to say, too, maybe this has something to do with him sh- pushing around that little kid. You remember that favor that he did for the detective? Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like there was a point in that. Okay. Yeah, I can see that happening, too. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I, I thought back to it and I'm like, what conflict does he have other than with Meech now? And They also said that he had another plug. Didn't they say he had another, he had another plug? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Imagine if it's Kato. Who? Like, that would take me out. I don't know how they're going to pull it. Like, <laughs> I don't know it's how like Kato and off, her baby but... holding the bag. Okay. You is my daddy. Look, okay. I could definitely see that. Okay, but we're getting in right now. But BMF, y'all, that was great. Check it out. Watch it. It's been amazing. Justice for Lucille. Um, Lucille, if you want to come on the podcast and you need me to give you a word, let me know. It's the fact that she has to come on the podcast in character. <laughs> like, not as the actress. Yeah, no, I want Lucille. Lucille. Like, I'll take the actress, too, of course. Love you, because you bring Lucille After. to life. But I will definitely, yeah. yes. I, I'll take Lucille. <laughs> oh, God. This is why I love the Wednesday show. Because <laughs> you just never know what is going to happen. Uh, Well, I don't know how to transition, so let's just talk about Basketball Wives. So Basketball <laughs> Wives is back. <laughs> Basketball wise is back and it is as ignorant as ever and I love it. And as usual, Malaysia is accusing someone of (laughs) of talking about her talking about her family. I gang. (laughs) But I don't understand like why she would okay, Malaysia basically said last season that she was going to take Gennaro Pargo, her baby daddy, to court for not paying child support. Um, and she, that got back to Gennaro, and she thinks that Brandy is the one who told Gennaro that she's planning to do that. So she went to Brandy and was like, well, did you tell him? And Brandy was like, no, it wasn't me. Um, I don't know why she thinks that she'll get an answer from anyone. Who's going to be like, yes, I'm the one who told? But my thing is, it's who cares? <laughs> if you talk about it on the show, he's gonna see it anyway. Who cares? He might even had an intuition just based off off of how she was acting. Like it's not that a deep this deep dive conversation that lasted an hour. Like somebody could have just thought about this just just within a matter of seconds. Yeah, so in addition to that, you know, Jackie has been accused of being bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they had a sit down where with Ponderosa. They had a Ponderosa, but l- last week, last week was when, like, they called, what's that girl named? The one who is always on house arrest. Are we talking about who is it? Is it Brooke? No, the one who's always on house arrest. I don't know. Ooh, that's a good question. The girl that's always on house arrest. We talk about her being on house arrest every single time because she's always in some legal trouble, allegedly. Um, while Erin looks up her name, she called <laughs> Jennifer and Jennifer didn't answer. Uh, for Jackie, but then she answered for her. 
which was hilarious. And Malaysia was also oh there. British, British. Thank you. Yes, British called Jennifer after Jackie called Jennifer, and Jennifer answered for British and not Jackie. And they were talking, and then Malaysia somehow Malaysia got mad. And Malaysia hung up on Jennifer. And this has actually, like, brought up hell. And Jennifer, messy Jennifer, is here. And she has revealed that Malaysia's house in Atlanta has been foreclosed on. And she should. You think that Jennifer's right? I'm sick of Malaysia's shit. Okay, so here's the thing. Malaysia has a nasty-ass attitude, and I'll say it. Okay, I get she has a lot going on in her personal life. But what Jennifer was saying had nothing to do, it didn't really have anything to do with Malaysia. Mm -hmm. So true. So why was that such a big thing? And even when Jennifer, because Jennifer, (laughs) Jennifer wasn't going to say shit to Malaysia and Jackie kept (laughs) pushing it and she was like, bitch, say something. And <laughs> I love when Jackie randomly does stuff like that because it's like she's so in character and then all of a sudden she's like, bitch, say something. And Jennifer's like, well, I don't really have anything to say other than you, we all know that your house is being foreclosed. And even before she said it, Malaysia made up in her head that um, she took something uh Jennifer said and then she used it and she said I think she's dead she's dead to her or something to that effect and I'm just like what are you oh Malaysia like (laughs) it's just it's too much it's like it's it's too much it's way too much and enough is enough I like Malaysia but enough is enough at some point you have to grow up and and just stop yeah you have to stop because it's exhausting me it's like you're not going to be friends with brandy you're not going to be friends with uh jennifer you're not really that cool with anybody i don't see her and duffy lasting long i don't see it she doesn't even want to hang out with these group of women anymore from what i see in the next episode Mm -hmm. so what is the point? Just get her off the show. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I like Malaysia, and I actually, like, don't really care for Brandy, and I feel like everyone has beef with Malaysia for kind of, like, no real reason, um, but I will say that that is a reality TV villain move that Jennifer by saying like mm-hmm. your house is getting foreclosed on an alien said that's why you're here um, she what do you think nothing. about what do you think about Brooke because her husband oh, allegedly was either in the DMs with someone I don't know if he fully cheated or if he was in the DMs with someone but I think that he fully cheated if she is literally getting his name like untattooed lasered off of her ring finger so do you think that she's going to go back with him? I don't know the status of them in real life. I do think she's going to go back based off of how she's talking about him. Which is why yeah. I'm like, girl, you might as well just keep the tattoo on because you're going to get it That's again. That's my thing. It's like, why are you taking the tattoo off and going through all these motions if you're just going to go back to him? Because based on what her dad, because she was talking to her dad about it, I remember. And her yeah. dad wasn't even giving her any real talk. He was like, take lemons and make lemonade. Like, he was just telling her things <laughs> like that. It wasn't even anything, like, useful, I felt. But, I mean, that's how daddies is. That's just how they be. Um, I don't know. Wouldn't know. Um, but, yeah, it's just... <laughs> really know like that either y'all because me and my that's okay i'm not gonna unpack on on this podcast and but, on the bravo we're black father's day special yeah like um, enough this is june enough i'm not gonna do that here but Seriously? one thing i will say is that i think she just needs to uh 
keep that man's name on her finger and just go back to him because it's I just feel like she's not serious. Yeah, it's like her playing around. Like, uh, I don't know. He has to do this. He has to show me that he really, you know. And I'm just like, what okay, does he have to show you? You're going back. Because if you're, you're not going, going back, back, you would just be like, girl, well, fuck him. Exactly. You, uh, you would go and you would actually like, your storyline would be like recovering and finding someone else. Chopping my finger but... off. <laughs> So then, okay, so with Duffy, who's my personal favorite, uh, she's always been my favorite, even when she was on there the first time and she got, <laughs> she got fired um, by Shawnee. Her services were no longer required by Shawnee. And also she went on to produce Boy by Lala Kent. Um, so that's a fun fact for the Bravo listeners mm-hmm. also. What do you think about her not marrying this fine, fine man? Who wants to marry her and doesn't want her to work. Listen, I have I have notes on it. <laughs> what? I literally have you notes. You have on notes it. on it? Yeah, because I wanted I definitely wanted to address it. So Duffy and Iman, because I need to know this man's name. Like who is mm-hmm. it? Okay, cheers to Duffy. She does seem a lot wiser in a certain sense. Um I love that she's taking her time and taking things, like thinking things through when it comes to this relationship and she doesn't want it to be anything like her previous relationships. I can, I definitely, girl, I felt that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I felt that, okay. And the thing that I feel though is she wants him to do more business ventures with her. She basically called him a broke ass nigga. Because I don't understand, because he actually yeah. is a manager. He's like a, a sports But manager. according to her, he's also paying the bills in the house. Right, so like, so I don't understand. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the problem is. Me too. Because my, in my opinion, I don't think that, uh, I'm about to call her Dr. Jackie. I don't think Jackie is the only bored one. I think Duffy is kind of bored too. Because she wants, this is the thing. This is Duffy's problem. Okay, her man wants her at home with the baby and being a family unit. Would love that. Okay, would love to fight a man mm-hmm. like that. But if you have followed DJ Duffy before, and even even when she had the baby, because she just stopped, all you would see is in the background of French Montana, anywhere that he performs is DJ Duffy throwing ass. Okay, so if you go from throwing ass on stage for French Montana and some of, you know, the most famous rappers in the world and DJing and doing all that to being a housewife, I understand that she might be a little bit bored. And I guess that she is, you know, trying to get into her music, but it ain't nothing like going on these live stages and throwing ass for French Montana and a bunch of other rappers. So I don't see the problem with him, you know, wanting to, her to be more of a, a housewife while also allowing her to uh, do her musical aspirations. Because if he was just like, you can only be a housewife, that's it. That was the problem. But he is allowing her to, you know, go and, and reach for the stars and, and all that stuff. But she wants him to do more and be more motivated, which I kind of understand what she was saying. Like, do you think that Michelle allowed Barack to just do whatever he wants to do? Like, he, Michelle Obama was actually, like, inspiring Barack to become the president of the United States. So I guess she is just wants more. Like, but just see, security. here's the thing, okay? But I'm like, this is not the same thing. It's, like, it's not like, at all, because... This man is in charge of a country. He has a lot of responsibility. This man that Duffy is with does not. If you wanted a man like that, maybe you should have married a politician. But the thing that Duffy also doesn't understand is if you married somebody like that, do you think that they would... Well, she ain't even getting married. No, but I'm just saying, for example, if she had somebody that was more like that do you think that they would want you shaking your ass at a club like absolutely not 
Absolutely not. You have Absolutely to not. give up a little to sometimes get to gain uh, what you want from this man. I agree. And I think I think it all comes with compromise. It's clear that he doesn't really want to do anything. And in, in my opinion, it just looks like he wants to kind of sit at home and maybe play some Wii sports with her and the family and put a shish kebab on the grill. And that's that. And I don't like me personally. I don't have no problem with that. If the bills are paid, the bills are paid. Plus, I have my money. I have my separate money from when I was on stage shaking my ass with Rich Montana. Because not so only like, that, I have my backup, and but I have my you're basketball getting wives your check. basketball wives check. Correct. Sit yeah, your ass like, down, girl. Get you a Nintendo I DS. Girl, go get you the new Harry Potter game on PS5. Right, and sit your ass That's the down. Challenge. My thing is, I don't see what the problem is, but you know, maybe, I don't know if it's for a storyline. And on top of that, this man is talking about marriage. And you have right. her My in, entire storyline would, would be, oh, what color wedding dress do I want? Oh, who is going to be my bridesmaid? Like, One you- thing about Jackie, and that's where she comes in she's gonna do that her and doug are going to get married for the 11th million time and it's gonna be okay like and she's okay with that and i have mad respect for that because there's nothing that doug can do doug gets his check mm-hmm. he coaches he coaches that team jackie right. flies out like she said from time to time and when she's not doing that she's handling her business whatever business that is and right. That's that. She's she's becoming an actress, Dang. you know. Because I don't like, want them, I don't want them to get in my face all the time anyway. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> go go to work. That's you my whole thing. I'll just say it like that. I won't want anybody in my face for you could love somebody to death, but I don't need you in my face every second. Please go. Right. Please. Right. Go do something. Right. Thank you. Enough. But yeah, um, I <laughs> hope that we get... <laughs> it's been good so far. Um, I hope that we get to see what Angel is up to with Rockstar. Because I feel like that is going to be a mess, child. Because of Rockstar. They're gearing up because I haven't seen her ass at all, really. <laughs> Especially in this episode. This was like very Jackie. How did you feel about Jackie's invitation to her Ponderosa? That shit was the funniest. It was so dramatic. And I'm just like, you that are was the funniest thing definitely bored, Jackie. <laughs> and she's so offended that she got called bored. She's like, I'm going to cry. Like, I didn't want to cry. I'm just like, girl. <laughs> she's that one friend that is like, enough like cut it out wow i know someone like that i met recently (laughs) i think we both met them okay that's the (laughs) thing i think we both met them but um yeah that's all i'll say it was horrible y'all and i can say that confidently because i don't think she'll be listening to this podcast and if she does it was a lot horrible it was a lot. A mess in a dress. In a dress. Like, okay, Dr. Seuss. Is there anything <laughs> that you'd like to add? Because we clearly gotta go now. Okay, that's it, y'all. Um, I hope you Watch enjoyed this episode. Uh, remember remember the... Uh, <laughs> I lost track of what I was gonna say. But remember the fact that we're having a happy hour tonight. 7 p.m. Eastern, please come out. We'd love to see you. Curse us out. Show us your face. Show us your cat. Show us your dog, your frog, all that. Come on out. And if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, we have new stuff coming soon. And we also have a happy hour just for our Patreon members, our premier Patreon members coming soon because you got to do something real nice and special for them. And, um, yeah yeah we love you guys and we can't wait to see you and please rate us five stars and um 
we obviously are always thinking up some things. So just stay tuned for that. And mm-hmm. we will talk to you on Saturday about the Bravo of it all. And you already know that we have some things to mm-hmm. say, especially about that Potomac reunion. Mm-hmm. Okay? Bye, y'all. Have Bye. a blessed week. <laughs>